Presented by WeshFinancial.com. This is Wealth Built to Last. Hey everyone, Marlon Wesh here with Wesh Financial, and welcome to another episode of our Wealth to uh, excuse me, our Wealth Built to Last show, where we share the time-honored principles of growing, preserving, and transferring wealth. The title of today's episode is Supermarket Finance: Why Your Wealth Strategy Isn't a Strategy at All. So I'm just curious. For those of you who are watching and listening, how many of you uh, own financial assets like you know mutual funds, ETFs, maybe single stocks, uh, single bonds? Do you own investment vehicles like IRAs, Roth IRAs, brokerages, uh, brokerage accounts, or perhaps you own uh, financial products like life insurance? What I'm really curious is how did you come? to own or invest in those assets, financial products? And can you explain in simple terms the part that they play in your larger wealth strategy? The reason why I'm asking this is I cannot tell you how many conversations I have uh, with individuals who, you know, ask me, you know, what, what is my opinion on their current strategy, what they can do to improve? I always you know, dig deep, ask questions about what their goals are, what their financial needs are, what strategies they're employing currently, how it's worked for them, what's not working for them. It's a process that I go through in our in the free uh, breakthrough calls that I have with prospective clients. In case you didn't know, um, I offer 45-minute free uh, uh, consultation calls with clients so we can make sure it's a good fit for both of us and see if I can help them. In any event, this comes up so often where when we start digging into the strategies they're currently employing, something typically always comes up, especially if this individual is a what I call a DIY investor, do-it-yourselfer, Someone who's motivated, someone who's done a modicum of research on their own and has uh, um, made some decisions in regards to their finances. I typically always find a financial product within their portfolio, a financial product within their basket of, uh, of financial strategies that are completely inappropriate for them and often extremely detrimental for their personal financial situation. Just the other day, um, I received an email. It was an application to have a call with me. Um, very successful individual, persons in medicine, owns a couple of clinics, um, has two young children, um, has student loans. Uh, she's a medical professional, uh, but no other debt, has good savings. And in regards to what she currently has for um, savings or, or, or you know financial products is that she has an indexed universal life insurance policy. So IULs is a type of uh, permanent life insurance 
where uh, you can potentially receive a death benefit. That means when you die, uh, the insurance company will pay out a certain amount of money um, as stipulated by your agreement um, to your beneficiaries. Within that as well is a savings account, and I put that in quotation savings account, that is indexed or uh, benchmarked against a stock market indices. And the idea behind a product like this is that you have guaranteed income, guaranteed uh, uh, guaranteed uh, uh, death protection and guaranteed savings that isn't of so is isn't affected by the stock market. Explain uh, to individuals who buy this, but the problem is with this type of uh, one of the problems is with this type of product is that it claims to be diversified, right? Oh, it's different than if you were just putting your your money in the stock market, except it's act the, the savings part of this product is directly correlated with the stock market. So where's the safety net in there? See, so many of the people I talk to, they get pitched a lot of these crazy strategies that sound great. It would be great to have life insurance and then at the same time have this nest egg of savings that isn't affected when the market tanks. That would be great. But they don't understand all the implications of products like this. Listen, if you having trouble articulating the worth of whatever investments you've made, the worth of financial products you own besides Oh, I know it's a good idea to save or it allows me to save without paying taxes today. Listen, you're definitely not alone. The issue is with access to financial markets right at our fingertips, it's so easy to open an account, right? It's so easy to buy some stock. It's so easy to purchase a life insurance policy and then call it a day. After all, most professionals simply want to take their hard-earned income and turn it into more money. Most of the people I talk to, they want a simple process to free up more cash at their current income level. They want to pay less in expenses, whether that's living expenses or expenses they pay out in services, and they want to earn more from their investments. The overwhelming commentary that I hear from you all is that you want it simple, but you also want it to work. And that's why so many of you turn to... DIY investing apps like Robinhood or personal capital. But unfortunately, managing your finances in such an uncoordinated way with just contributing money to your Robinhood, uh, uh, contributing money to your Robinhood uh, app with, you know, buying a policy off of a random insurance salesperson off the street, uh, 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 whatever your strategy is, having that uncoordinated approach is unquestionably a recipe for disaster. What is one of the things that I say all the time? Well, I say the single biggest way to fail in our finances is for us to stay in the dark about exactly how we spend our money. A lot of times we focus on, 
on, on features of things. We focus on, oh, this person said this is a great idea because of this. But that person didn't dig deep into the actual nitty gritty of your finances. They didn't identify what your goals were. They didn't identify what your financial needs actually are. They didn't identify the gaps where you stand uh, where you stand currently, and they didn't articulate effectively that whatever they sold you, whatever you purchased, whatever account you opened, may not have a direct benefit to what you're ultimately trying to achieve. Not all financial products, not all financial strategies are created equal. And employing the wrong ones could spell out disaster for you. Today, I just want to shift your mindset around your wealth strategy and why you should absolutely adopt a holistic approach to managing your finances. Listen, I have a love-hate relationship with personal finance gurus, with personal finance blogs, articles, educators. And I'm preaching to myself because when I started West Financial, it was simply a financial literacy company. We made courses and we sold them um, to teach people how to crush debt, better manage their finances, and save. But what I realized was that once someone purchased the course and they were out on their own, they often wouldn't implement the strategies because there was no accountability. I didn't have any skin in the game to make sure they had the outcomes that they were desirous of. And they didn't have enough skin in the game because they didn't have a mentor or someone to help them across, uh, help them through their journey with their finances. Listen, on the one hand, so many of these individuals, these financial coaches, they're really they're doing good work, right? Because they're raising the level of financial literacy for so many people. But on the other hand, they stop dangerously close or dangerously short of actually empowering people to transform their lives. They're, so what ends up happening is that these individuals, they end up like me when I go grocery shopping, right? They're navigating, navigating their finances like a supermarket, right? You know, I go to the store with no shopping list, no meals planned for the week. And so when I'm done shopping, I'm leaving with a jar of pasta sauce and, you know, every assortment of Doritos that act, that uh, that exists. Now, will those snacks and will that pasta sauce and spaghetti, will that abate my hunger when I'm hungry? Of course it will. Will the Doritos abate my hung hunger when I'm hungry? Yes. But will I eventually feel fatigue and, and, and sluggishness, lack of energy? Uh, lack of compu uh, mental computing power because I have this unbalanced uh, nutritional intake? Absolutely. What ends up happening is people have a knowledge of this uh, uh, financial products, right? They have knowledge of IRAs, uh, brokerage accounts, life insurance, and they pick and choose off the shelf. Oh, this sounds cool. Oh, this will save taxes? Oh, cool. Oh, I, I, I can... Um, I can get this policy and then save in it, and then my kids will get something too. Oh, that's cool. That's great. 
but it's not a balanced financial meal. So the, the, the very reason that people manage their finances in this manner is the reason why people are unable to articulate how these products, how these strategies are benefiting their individual finances. Notice I didn't say features. I said benefits. Benefits. See, most DIY savers and investors, they can articulate uh, a financial product's features, right? Like IRA versus Roth. They can say, oh, an IRA, I can invest pre-tax dollars into it, and then the, the money grows tax-deferred, um, and then when I pull it out at the end, you know, it's taxed according to my uh, tax rate. And, and then with the Roth, it's different. I put after-tax dollars, and then I can take it out tax-free, right? Or with brokerage accounts, oh, I can um, buy stocks and bonds in there. Um, I, I can borrow, I can do margins, uh, a trade on margin in there, which means borrowing money or, or term and life insurance. Oh, one is just for, um, a specific amount of years and the other one just stays around forever. These are features. They're not benefits. They're features. They become benefits when they have a direct application that is informed by your goals and your needs. So most people, they can say like, oh, yes, this is a feature of an IRA. This is a feature of a brokerage account. This is a feature of life insurance. But how exactly does it take me from point A to point B? Most of the professionals that I talk to on the phone are unable to answer that. What about strategy? What about knowing how best to use these tools? Anybody who knows me knows that I am um, financial product apathetic. You know, people ask me, what are my thoughts on individual products and, you know, or, or individual strategies? And I always say, I don't know. They ask, what should I invest in? I don't know. I don't know your situation. Once I have a conversation and know your situation, what your goals are, what, what outcomes you're trying to achieve, what your time horizon is. Then I can craft together an answer that says, well, this isn't good for you because you told me that you want to do this in X amount of years, which means you need your money to remain relatively liquid. This is going to tie up your money for a long time and you won't be able to touch it. So then you end up losing. But it might be the opposite for someone else. Oh, I don't need that money for that amount of time. Do you see that? It differs from person to person, from situation to situation. If I presented you with a mix of assets and a pile of money with two saving vehicles, an IRA and a brokerage account, how would you go about choosing where you should place those assets? Would you know the implication of your choices? Would you know what it would mean to you if you were to put your money in that Roth IRA versus the IRA? Would you know if you decided you know, I want when I die to leave the, the remaining balance of my IRA to, to my loved one. Do you know that it could potentially hurt them? Receiving money hurt them? Absolutely. Did you know that? That's exactly why you need a plan that is outcome-focused and goals-driven. Because it informs exactly what you need to do for your specific situation. I get it. If you're a high achiever like me, you have a bias towards action. 
You want to move. You want to make decisions. You don't want to delay. That's why you have the success you have today. But you need to focus your energy into a productive strategy. There are too many, way too many professionals that are taking action without an outcome-focused, goals-driven plan. You may say, oh, well, I'm saving for retirement. But that's not a plan. That's a statement of intent. Have you answered the question, what life events within your retirement period you're saving for? How much annual income do you need for retirement? How much will that require you to save from now until then? If you can't answer that question, if you can't answer those series of questions, and frankly, even more, you don't have a plan, you're guessing. You're just playing at the casino of life. This is the reason why piecemealing a financial strategy is so detrimental. This is exactly the reason why if you continue to purchase products here and there willy-nilly from whoever suggests that you need something and you're like, well, I know I need to think about my finances, so I might as well buy this. I might as well do this. You're putting yourself in danger. You're putting yourself at risk for a whole lot of financial hurt. We talk about the, the, the implications so many times. We talk about how it affects when you can actually retire. It, it, it has implications to when you have access to money that you thought you would have at a certain time. It has implications uh, to the effect of how you afford uh, medical expenses in retirement. It affects how do you pay for college. It affects whether you have the, uh, the money for that down payment for the house. It affects a whole realm of events in your life. And that's why we at West Financial are passionate and fanatical about only planning with the life cycle of needs approach. Taking a look at what an individual, a family's needs are from the birth of a child to the death of the primary income giver, earner. That's the approach we take to make sure we cover everything. Fortunately, our clients, they get that gift of complete clarity because they've got a step-by-step -step strategy to managing their finances, and it's holistic. And I mean that step-by-step -step strategy literally. You know, you get a plan that says, step one, do this. Step two, do that. This is why. And in X amount of years, this is where you'll be. And you can have that too. If that's what you want, an all-inclusive financial plan that's broken down into incremental, actionable steps, I want to invite you to schedule your free breakthrough call with me at myfamilymoneyplan.com slash talk. Like I mentioned earlier in our show, these, these uh, phone calls are 45 minutes to an hour. And we dig deep into exactly what your, the current state of your finances are. We identify where you want to go, what you want to achieve. And we, and we glean out what are the gaps that are keeping you from doing that. And then we have a conversation on how we can bridge that gap and get you to your desired outcome as quickly as possible. If that's what you want, myfamilymoneyplan.com slash talk. It's 45 minutes, but it can change 
the scope of your life. That's it for our show today. I'm Marlon West with West Financial. Until next time, keep living the life that you want to live and live it on your own terms. Bye for now. If you're enjoying our show, follow West Financial on our social channels and don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. And as always, our breakthrough sessions are completely free. So schedule yours today at myfamilymoneyplan.com slash talk.